to the 50th episode of All the Books. The 50th! We did it, man. Yeah, these People, were a good purchase. I know they were. How much did this cost us? It was a dollar nine nice. at our local family dollar. Okay, cool. Yeah, we did it. Fifty episodes. Yeah, not quite a year, but we made it. Shake your hand. Episodes. People will actually should. be able to Let's see me shake your hand. Yeah, let's do that. So should we hug? I don't. It's no, we should get up. And yeah. It's probably too All much. Right. Yeah. So less also, is less is more. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, we should keep introducing the podcast. Okay. This is the 50th episode of All the Books, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. I'm Eric Mickles. Here we are. And I'm Nick Gunning. Why did you just point out your books? No, I'm just here we are. We're, yeah. we're here at the David A. Howe Public Library. We're filming this episode. There we are. It's so our first time. It's a podcast slash video. Yeah. So podcast? Is that a thing? Vlog. Vlog. I don't know what the That's kids dumb. are calling it. I don't like that. Guess what else it is? Tell me. Today's July 29th. It's International Tiger Day. Oh my gosh. Yep. Wow. We started because tigers are at an all time low. You know Not in popularity, but in. Actual, actual number of existence, tigers yeah. that are left. Wow, yeah. okay. Do you know we lost 97% of all wild tigers in 100 years? I don't have any way 97 to have known that. No, oh, okay. Well, now you do. Coincidentally, I just finished Life of Pi. No, I made that up. I huh. I haven't read it or seen it. Okay. That's Ang Lee, right? The Didn't movie? That? Yeah. Didn't direct that? Sorry, that, I was thinking of it. That and Hulk? <laughs> yeah. I said Ang Lee and you thought Hulk, right? Yeah. Ah, so what are we going to talk about today? Oh, we're the gonna, steam came out of there quick. We're, we're all gonna, right. We're going to travel to the past. That's what we're doing today. We're All right. Gonna, we're going to look at yesteryear, but not like James yet. Franco. Like like James Franco. In, in the, in the show, he travels to the 60s. Does he? he yeah, the go, 60s. He doesn't start in 58. Oh, okay. So, a little no. less like James Franco. Yeah, that doesn't really count. All right. Sorry, James Franco. That's okay. So, bookmark. Eric, what have you been reading? Uh, I'm still reading Call Me Conrad. Have we talked about this before? Yeah, I've talked oh. about it. What I remember it? saying I started it because I needed a good, quick, short read because <laughs> it was only like 200 pages. And you didn't I just it. haven't been reading. I've been watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend instead. Season one's oh, on Netflix. Okay. So well, that's what I've been nice doing. Nice little plug for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But next it's I'm going to read musical, the, right? It's a musical? Yeah. Every episode there's like two songs plus a reprise. Okay. So it's pretty hmm. funny. All right. Um, but, you, did you watch Gallivant? Remember when that was on? We watched two episodes of it. It was fun. Yeah. We have the soundtrack downstairs. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So what else are you watching? What else am I watching? Yeah. That's it. Oh, okay. BattleBots. Battle. <laughs> okay. I, I see know. why you didn't mention it. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> BattleBots is the it. coolest show. The announcer on BattleBots yeah. is probably the, the best in the business right now. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, Good for him. Yeah. Shout out to that guy. Yeah. I can't Whoever remember his name. Is. Barack, I think. That's great. Anyway, next I'm going to read The Einstein Intersection by Samuel R. Delaney. It's only like 200 pages. That will be my next quick short that read that takes me four that? weeks. Yeah, it is. It's a uh, Nebula winner. Is that, did you say Delaney? No, I said Delaney. Like Delaney. The lady who did the voice of Dana Lois Delaney. Lane. Yeah, Dana, Dana Delaney. Delaney. Okay. So I guess mean, people might know her other than Lois Lane. Probably. So yeah. her Desperate Twitter picture is Lois Lane, though. Is it really? Yeah, she, said, she calls herself occasional Lois Lane. That's fun. Uh, well, my bookmark has come out of the Mary Jane Clark book, Close to You, that I've been reading, that I picked yeah. up in the book sale. It was pretty good. It was a solid three star thriller. Okay. It was a good mystery. It kept me, like, I didn't, I kept thinking, oh, I got it. And then they'd throw in a little thing, and I'd be like, well, maybe it was that person. So. It's kind of what you want in a good yeah. mystery. It was a little, I don't know, it was a little light, lighter than I wanted it to be, but okay. I like it. I think I'll probably work one into the book club next year. Okay. See if my peeps like it. Is yeah. that, do people still say peeps? Is yeah, they cool? do. Okay. Especially, good. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is rough because we're filming, so now I have to make eye contact. I know. People yeah. know that I'm paying attention <laughs> to you. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> Give them the realism of you just like scrolling through your phone trying to catch Pokemon. <laughs> uh, I finished Kato, volume two. So go ahead and make your jokes about yeah. Put, put some context in there. Cato Volume Two is a spinoff of the uh, Green Hornet graphic novel <laughs> series. It's like yeah. a spinoff prequel. The first volume was okay. The second volume, not great. But we have Weird. both in our collection, so yeah, you're welcome. We got a whole lot of Green Hornet in our collection. We sure do. <laughs> so. Yeah, people love it. Yeah, they do. People can't get enough of the Green Hornet. Yeah, I think that might have been true in 1942. Yeah, or maybe the 50s. 
Mm, Probably not. TV was back. Yeah, you're TV right. was on then. You're right. Uh, I'm currently reading The Swarm King by Troy Denning. It's the third in that in the Darkness trilogy, Star Wars. Yeah. I read the first two a while back, and I don't know. They were okay. They're a little <laughs> too long. It's a little too like Luke Skywalker versus Bugs, and I just yeah, you know. But I'm I'm rounding out the trilogy. I'm finishing it. We do have this in our sci-fi collection. So oh, we do. Yeah. Neat. It's, I mean, it's all pretty much moot now. It's kind of funny because these books came out when uh, the prequels were coming out, Revenge uh-huh. of the Sith. And so it's the first time that the expanding universe ever starts mentioning Anakin. things like Padme yeah. and all that stuff. So they're like really awkwardly working that stuff in there, and it's not, it's not working well. You see that uh, Thrawn is in uh, Rebels, Rebels season three? I did, yeah, I heard that. He's back. He's yeah. back in canon. I loved Rebels. Good for him. Disney, Disney cartoon, Rebels. Yeah. You've only seen the pilot, is that right? Yeah. First season's great. Okay. Some some uh, classic voices come back, so that was pretty exciting. Uh, I guess that's it. That's all for me. Just those three. We've been busy. I know. We got it. I know, man. Listeners, don't judge us. Life doesn't stop. Listeners, viewers? You're drawing attention to it. Okay. I don't think they would have said <laughs> anything. Uh, book news. Wow, that was quick. Was that it? was the well, fastest we've ever gotten into book news. That's because like, last time I had four or five because I was prepping for our YA show, but not this time. All right. Not today. Why, why don't you start then? Eric, I have some exciting book news uh, that I've been wanting to share with you okay. since yesterday. You probably you probably knew about this. They unearthed no. a new Michael Crichton novel. No. You haven't heard this? I didn't this? know this. Oh, my gosh. What? I almost texted you, and I was like, but maybe he hasn't seen it. Anyway. They found it on his 1970s computer just <laughs> yeah, sitting there hidden away saying, do not publish. <laughs> yeah, this isn't please, done. Please, please. No, that was it was buried underneath pirate latitudes. So, <laughs> you know, they yeah. figured, well, once we found that corpse, let's dig deeper. Yeah, and find dragon teeth. No, but it's uh, his his widow found this, and HarperCollins purchased it. So let me tell you the story. Uh, the plot centers on the notorious rivalry between real life paleontologist Edward Drinker Cope. <gasps> paleontologist? I know you're gonna love it. And Othniel Charles March. Othniel. That's a name that's gone out of fashion. Sure. Othniel. Yeah. What's it? What's a nickname for that? Oth. Othy. Oth. I, I, you're focusing on the wrong you're part right. of this. I'm sorry. It's neither here nor there. During a time of intense fossil speculation. And what? Dis- I know. And discovery in the American West in 1878. The story unfolds through the adventures of a young fictional character named William Johnson, who was apprenticed first to one, then to the other, and not only makes discoveries of historic proportion, but transforms into an inspiring hero only Crichton could have imagined. So, so is this like a Wild West they're discovering yeah. the West while also discovering dinosaur bones? I think it's like digging in the West, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's sort of like in the vein, I think, of like Great Train Robbery. He's a couple of just straight up historical Man, when novels. did he write this? I don't know. Why have you just been sitting I on this? I don't know. And they haven't, uh, they haven't, they haven't said much. His, his widow said she came across correspondence between Crichton and uh, Jack Horner? Paleontologist. Probably uh, Professor Edwin H. Colbert. Oh. And hmm. she then did some digging and found the manuscript and it doesn't say that it's like finished by anybody else right. so it seems as if it's a complete all right i gotta i gotta finish though, micro then because then my last michael Crichton book you haven't read airframe don't, don't i don't want to read airframe it's about how planes go I down i know what it is about yeah <laughs> i like than any of <laughs> micro okay. was pretty good well anyway so this is coming out next year so the thing you never thought you'd hear i never thought i'd hear about the a new, new michael, michael Crichton book coming out next year it doesn't say there's not a bunch of information the news just broke yesterday so there's not really much information new michael Crichton book let's do it <laughs> wow yours sounded horrible oh gosh, i think i just called 40 mallards yeah guys please yeah oh boy well, we'll send roger to take care of those yeah i will roger please just yeah yeah. You just did that so you could look at the camera. I so everybody the, could no, I a, avoided the camera. Get a look into your eyes. I'm not going to look at the camera. All right. Okay. No. All right. Anyway, so I don't know much more about it other than it's called Dragon Teeth, which I'm kind of in. That's what it's I'm called. Okay. Yeah. 
It's it's not by Sherilyn Kenyon. There's, there's a hilarious um, article The Onion did. Let me, let me stop you right there. Is it hilarious? It's so hilarious. Okay. It was done as if like The Onion was written throughout like the past hundred years. Yeah. And so when they, the year we discovered the Tyrannosaurus Rex skeleton, yeah. it just read, Skeleton of Satan Found. <laughs> You're right. That's pretty solid. Told you. Uh, so that's my book news. Let's talk about books that are coming out into the publishing world. Do you want me to go first? Sure. I always do. Why do we always pretend know. like I'm going to go just, first? I'm just trying to be kind. Okay. Just, I just want you to feel... I don't appreciate it. I know. <laughs> uh, new from Meg Cabot, noted YA author. Meg yeah. Cabot. She author writes of what? a Prin- few adult Princess books. Diaries. Yeah, she, yeah, she does over. write the Princess Diaries. Whole lot this of Princess Diary books. There's, There's like lot. 13 or 14. Yeah, it's true. So, uh, This is book four in her Boy series called okay. The Boy is Back. Hey la, hey la. Just kidding. So let's hear it for the boy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go down that road with you again. Okay. No. October 18th, this is coming out from New York Times bestselling author Meg Cabot comes the sweetly humorous story of a man who has to face his past in order to find his future. Sure. Huh. Meg Cabot. Sometimes to move forward, you have to move back. That's new from Meg Cabot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like Some, in chess? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> oh boy, this is from everybody's favorite uh, fictional author from a canceled TV series coming out with a new book. Richard Castle. Back nice. in back in yeah. rare form with Nikki yeah. Heat number eight, High Heat, an ISIS style beheading of a journalist carried out by a New York City group pledging ISIS. fealty to that rogue state becomes more than just another case for NYPD Captain Nikki Heat. She's captain now. You said ISIS, but I was thinking of the girl on the that train. was like Wonder Woman. Oh no, that's what, different. What was that? That's ISIS. Her name was ISIS. Yeah, it was. Okay. She's different. She's that's not. an appropriation of a I name. Think so, yeah, not cool. Uh, ISIS. When the killer announces their next target, her husband, magazine writer Jameson Rook. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, Heat is haunted by a fleeting glimpse of someone she swears is her mother, a woman who has been dead for nearly 20 years. Did, yeah. did you watch Castle? No. I watched the first couple of seasons. I thought I was going to watch it because I thought it was like a comedy. Yeah. And then I realized it was an hour-long drama. No. I didn't do it. No. So. No. It's just a, it's an update of Murder, She Wrote starring Nathan Fillion, cool. I think is how people describe it normally. Yeah, right? everybody compares everything to Murder, I read She Wrote. maybe just the first Nikki Heat novel. All it right. was pretty bad. Yeah. So I kind of like the Derek Storm ones okay. Those were all right. And I read one of the graphic novels. But you've got nothing to add, so I'm going to move no, on. No, I've got nothing. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have put you in that. The castle verse? Yeah, sorry. Uh, Fanny Flagg. You, you're a big, you big Fanny. You, you like to light some candles and get in a bubble bath and read some Fanny Flagg. Is that right? I mean... Am I remembering that right? Two out of three of those things is true. Okay. All right. Well, I, I read your blog, so... <laughs> Fanny Flagg's latest coming out November 29th. The Whole Town's Talking, colon, a novel. About. A novel. About... From the... No, that's it. You don't know. Oh. From the beloved author of Fried Green Tomatoes at the mm. Whistle Stop Cafe, shortened just to Fried Green Never Tomatoes. Never seen, read, or had. Oh, the movie's great. I okay. don't think you'd like it, but it's good. <laughs> Thanks. I haven't read the book. Uh, comes another unforgettable laugh out loud and moving novel about what it means to be truly alive. Elmwood Springs, Missouri is a small town like any other, maybe like Wellsville. Mm. But something strange <laughs> is happening out at the cemetery. Still Meadows, as it's called, is anything but still. Funny and profound... This novel and tradition of flags can't wait to get to heaven and Thornton Wilder's Our Town, ugh, I'm out, deals with universal oh, themes Our of, Town is so boring. <laughs> of heaven and earth and everything in between. This flag tells a surprising story of life, afterlife, and the mysterious goings-on of ordinary people. This isn't part of the stack house? No, it's not okay. stack house. I'm going to tap out of this one. I don't, right. think, I, I don't <laughs> think I want that. Everybody this says is like, Our Town is like one of the best plays ever written. I've read it. I almost fell asleep. Yeah. It's bad. I saw anyway. it, and it was like the actors were decent, but I just, it feels yeah. so melodramatic to me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm All sorry. Right. I'm sorry, theater lovers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this this what is do weird. We know? This, is the, this is a convoluted story that I'm about to tell you, so buckle up. Okay. 
uh, Vince Flynn's Order to Kill. Now, Vince Flynn, the author, passed away in 2013. I didn't know Vince, that. Yes, he I thought he was still alive, no, the way the books are coming out. Long dead. Uh, and so Kyle Mills has taken over his series, the Mitch Rapp series. You heard it here first. Vince Flynn, rest in peace. Uh, this is not breaking news. He died three years ago. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mitch Rapp, number 15. Okay, so Kyle Mills has taken this over. Uh-huh. Uh, so we, uh, this is called Order to Kill. In the next thrilling novel in the number one New York Times bestselling Mitch Rapp series, the anti-terrorism operative heads to Pakistan to confront a mortal threat he may not be prepared for. In fact, this time, he might have met his match. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. So this is a Vince Flynn character. Yeah. Says the Vince Flynn, but it's written by Kyle Mills. Okay. okay. They've announced the next two... Uh, Mitch Rapp novels are going to team up Mitch Rapp and James Patterson's Alex Cross. Crazy. So now, I know. So now you're going to have this like literary crossover written by somebody who is not involved in the yeah. like, conception of either of these characters. You know what that is? That's fanfic, my friend. That's true. That's like, you know, I want the Ghostbusters yeah. and Casper to like team up. That's... That's I kind of like, do now, well, though. Yeah, <laughs> that I mean, sounds great. Yeah, it would just turn everything on its yeah, head. The, the three uncles. Sort of a lame situation. Yeah. They just, you know. Stinky Stretch and Fatso? Wow. Was that, was that the Wow. Uncles? That's a nice pull. That's pretty good. I couldn't hey. have done that. Okay. I got Casper, uh, Christina Ricci. Yeah. Our, our own local celebrity, Bill Pullman, sure. obviously. Yeah. Did you see the Casper movie? The original yeah, one? Yeah, the old school Casper yeah. movie. I love that movie. Okay. <laughs> so. Sorry. Actually. I, that's what I've been saying. I think I said this before on the podcast that like these characters should be crossing over. Yeah, well, so it's a brand. It's I a mean, brave new world. Jesse, no, Alex Cross has met the other one, right? The who's his other character? Patterson's other like character, Michael Bennett. Yeah, they've or met. Private? I don't think so. No, they have. Really? Yeah. Oh, not in anything I've read. I think they have. Maybe okay. they haven't. I don't know anything about. Well, James this Patterson. is just particularly odd because it's. Right. Just a totally different guy, like yeah. writing about these characters. It's just well, I mean, I weird... guess like if J- Jesse Stone's characters met with James Patterson's characters, right. the same thing. Yeah, I know. Tom Clancy is yeah. meeting uh, Vince yeah. Flynn. Yeah. No. no, it's James Patterson and Vince Flynn. No, I know. I'm just oh, I see. creating another all example. Right, okay. Anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> that's all right. So anyway, that's what you got to look forward to. Yeah. So Order to Kill does not have Alex Cross in it, but the next two supposedly do. Does Sony own Casper? Because now I think the next <laughs> reboot. The, yeah. Yeah. Ghostbusters yeah. meets Casper. I mean, they're all about like connected universes now. Yeah. So Ghostbusters, right. the Ghostbusters cartoon that's unrelated to Ghostbusters, and Casper all team up. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Let's get off this. Now. Okay. All right. Anything else? No. You know what? I was going to mention. <laughs> okay. I saw the. This is not. This is not book news necessarily. But I saw the movie Nerve yesterday. You what? Yeah. You didn't tell me this. Okay, well, I'm saving. That's stupid. I was saving that. Why would you morsel. go to that? It's based on a YA novel. Okay. Which I learned later. Still, it was pretty good. All right. It was just kind of a, a lose. I thought it was going to be like um, uh, the game with um, Michael Douglas. You ever seen that? No. Oh man, we should drop everything and watch the game. Okay. It wasn't like that, but okay. it was still pretty good. Dave Franco was in it, so my uh, my wife has seen that. the commercials, and one commercial on TV makes it look like a fun like romantic comedy between teens and like yeah. traveling around, and then another commercial makes it look like a horror film between <laughs> teens. So like they didn't it's find a, a middle ground, so yeah. she didn't know. It's pretty good. It's not. It's not horror. It's. Not, okay. It's a thriller. I wouldn't say it's like a comedy. A thriller for the uh, Pokemon Go yeah, generation. For, for would the you Pokemon say? Goers. Yeah, it's yeah. a cautionary tale. <laughs> anyway, we don't have the book in our collection, but I. I oh, don't, I don't I, think that it did very well. Can I say that I hatched a uh, Onyx in Pokemon Go on the podcast? You can, and I'm sure some people would be really into that. So, there we go. I hatched thanks, an Onyx. Thanks for sharing. So. I also, speaking of weird things, I watched yesterday. I watched Elvis and Nixon. Oh, new, the one with Michael Shannon yeah, and, and Kevin uh, Spacey and. Yeah. Kevin Spacey does a great Nixon. Like does he's got he really? the whole like oh, I'm Nixon thing going on. Uh-huh. And Michael Shannon neither looks nor sounds 
like Elvis Presley. Sure. But somehow he manages to like be Elvisy. So I was pretty impressed. That's hilarious. The first few minutes I was like, that's not Elvis. But uh-huh. once I just kind of let it wash over me, I All was right, like, so that's okay. your favorite movie of the year. Yeah, the greatest the greatest movie I've ever seen. Ever? No, not really. Well, you haven't but seen Toy Story fun. 3. My wife did not want to watch it, but she liked yeah. it just as much as yeah. me. So. so Elvis and Nixon. You want to give a shout out to Dinah Girl or whatever? Oh, yeah. What was that called? Electric. Electro Woman and Dinah Girl. Yes, we watched that. It's adapted from an old Sid and Marty Croft show from like 70s or 80s or whatever. Oh. They did like Land of the Lost and other things. Okay. And they made a new one with like YouTube stars. All right. And it's just like a quirky comedy. I, it was fun. We really liked All it. Right. I don't think it's. I don't think it's your jam, but hey, maybe it is. Maybe it is. You want, I'm not going to give you it a shot. Okay. No, I'm not going to give it a shot. I didn't think you would. <laughs> That's why I wasn't going to mention it. But thank you. So anyway, right. what's that for? Episode fifty. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just. I'll do yeah, mine later. Yeah, that's too much. All right, so on soon. to book releases. Let's do it. This is my favorite part of I'm book excited. News. Okay. Um, so this one again comes out July 31st. We'll be yeah. talking about books that come out August 2nd. But just a reminder: Harry Potter and the stuff that happens after the Harry Potter books is coming out July 31st. <laughs> this isn't a book; it's a script. Right. Yeah. So. This is. Uh, would you say this is Harry Potter apocrypha? Yeah, that right? That would make sense. <laughs> you probably right. just made some people angry at you. For, for a little bit, yeah. Probably Sorry. the religious group and the Harry Potter <laughs> group. True. And there's very little yeah, crossover. Boy, I made a lot of enemies yep, there. So. Hey, but maybe they can come together and be Violet. united. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. So, are you going to read this? I don't know. Maybe. How long maybe do you think? I'm going to... Well, our copy is here. Yeah, I mean, we can't under, read it. It's under lock and key. Yeah, yeah. J.K. Rowling has every book protected at gunpoint. Does she? So yeah, you get the book and two armed guards yeah. until that day's release. It doesn't say how long the book is. 320 pages. There's a lot of stuff in it. 320 pages yeah. of a script. It, I mean, it looks the size of like the early books. It's it's a it's not just a thin script. I don't get book, it. That, you the, don't get it. I mean, <laughs> it's called money. The, I thought the rule was like a minute per page when it comes to scripts. I, I think there's all sorts of extras in it though. I think it's just stuff. Yeah. You know, interviews and stuff. Okay. I don't know. We'll have it. We have yeah. yet to decide where to put it. In our collection. Right. But we will Non-fiction, have Non-fiction, children, When Half-Blood Prince came out, I was working in a library, and they had them all locked away in a room, and I went and read the first page, Ooh, like boy. a week before it Should came out. Should have said that on... I know. They're going to come for me. No. Okay. J.K. Rowling, secret police are like knocking on the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was Half-Blood Prince. It was a long time ago. Yeah. A long time ago. Luckily, they're British police, so they don't have guns. Yeah, So we can get anything. away pretty quick. No. All right. So... These are the books that are coming out August 2nd, okay. 2016. I'm ready. Depending on when we record our next podcast, yeah. I might be 30 Ooh, when our next podcast boy. happens. Okay. So let's, let's do it All before right. so, I turn 30. So this is how you'll know. If the next episode, uh, Eric breaks down in tears every five to seven minutes, he's turned 30. All right, yeah. If he still has hope and optimism, he's yeah, still just before. living yeah. it up in his 20s. Yeah, so. That's great. Good for you. Happy birthday, my man. Maybe. All right. August 2nd. Five, I hate that noise. Yeah, five days before my birthday. The Swarm, the Second Formic War by Orson Scott Card and Aaron Johnston. Even Orson Scott Card is yeah. doing the Even crazy co-run. Orson Scott yeah, Card. Yeah, he is pretty crazy. Yeah. This is well, volume one, so yeah. I don't know if this is part of the Ender's anything. I don't. His books are so hard to follow. Yeah. I mean, I don't plan to follow them, but like looking, <laughs> at, looking into them, it's like, this is technically a sequel, but it's also yeah. like book two of this other series. And like, yeah. It's all over the place. Are you going to read this? You don't follow no. Scott Card. No. Okay. Just the Ender books. All right. And only the first two so far. Okay. So. I might read Xenocide, but everybody the says two it's two is bad. like totally different, right? Yeah. It's got nothing to do with... Yeah. Is Ender in it? Yeah. Okay. It's a great book. Okay. Is it like uh, a, a buddy comedy? No. Oh, okay. Well, at times. <laughs> okay. Um, Sweet Tomorrows, a Rose mm. Harbor novel Amen. by 
Debbie McCumber. Debbie McCumber. Yeah. What was the amen about? Sweet tomorrows. Oh, this is the much anticipated conclusion to the beloved Rose Harbor series. Oh. Set in the picture exit town of Cedar Cove. I I'm guess a, I thought the I'm gonna town go was called Sweet Tomorrows. And say Rose that her Harbor. next book is going to start a brand new beloved series. Okay. That's my guess. Wouldn't you think that I read Rose Harbor McCumber. is the town? I read Dashing Through the Snow. Yeah. Debbie McCumber. Okay. I would think Rose Harbor was the town. It's Cedar Cove. So is Rose Harbor like the harbor? I don't know. Okay. Maybe it's their like rival town. Yeah. Maybe it's their mayor. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm Rose Harbor. Uh, uh, nine months ago. I don't. Oh, Joe Mary Rose is on. Okay. So it's her harbor. It's harbor. Rose's harbor. Okay. Cedar Cove. Oh, it's, it's really it's Rose's her. Cove. Rose's Cove. So. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is nonfiction. I'm sorry. That's I usually okay. start with nonfiction. It's all right. American Heiress. The Wild Saga of the Kidnapping, Crimes, and Trial of Patty Hearst mm. by Jeffrey Tubin. You're the resident historian don't throw this over to me because i don't know much about this one what wasn't she the one that was like kidnapped but then like joined the group that kidnapped her i yeah i mean i think that was the whole thing yeah she was a sophomore in college she was kidnapped by the symbonese liberation army and then like she had joined them was she eventually pardoned i don't don't remember i couldn't tell you i haven't read the book yeah don't give it away (laughs) yeah keep that secret the saga of perry hearst highlighted a decade in which america seemed to be suffering a collective nervous breakdown Okay. Is that true? I mean, 1974? I was, uh, it was before my time, sorry. I wasn't <laughs> you sure. Yeah. All right. Dark Carousel. Uh, it's a uh, wow. Carpathian novel by Christine Feehan. Uh, okay. So I don't know what number book this is in the series. Mm. Didn't we find out last time? She's prolific. Like book 30 uh, yeah. in this series. That doesn't surprise me. The moment Charlotte Vintage walks into his club, yeah. Tariq Azengard's blood is set on fire. The ancient <laughs> Carpathian has given up hope of finding his life mate, but now he'll do okay. anything to make Charlotte his own. Anything. When Tariq doesn't know, it is that Charlotte is using herself and best friend as bait Whoa. to try to draw out the bloodthirsty killers who have already murdered Charlotte's brother oh and mentor. Gosh. Oh my gosh. So Is this, wait, is Christine Feehan the one you accidentally picked up and you read a whole book? No, that was uh, Sherilyn. Sherilyn Kenyon? Yes. Okay, all right. Yeah. These Christine Feehan books are so popular, though. Yeah. We get them, and it's like, boom, boom, boom. So, yeah. you know, good for so, you, Christine. Yeah. Good for her. I don't, I don't know who you're quoting. I don't know. It's a good... Christopher Walken thing, but I don't even remember okay. now. Hey, we got Smooth Operator. Hey. This is a Stone Teddy Faye book. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stewart's Woods. That was and? embarrassing for you. And? He's got a co-author. Oh, look that. at that. Yeah. Parnell Hall. Yeah. Is anybody writing their own book these days? Well, this is, I mean, we talked about this a little before, but this is a... This is like a spinoff of a of a recurring like minor character. So I when think President Kate Lee calls Stone Barrington to Washington on an urgent matter, soon clear yeah, protection. So Stone's in it, uh, and he knows just the right man for the job. Teddy Fay, ex CIA master of disguise, and a mm-hmm. gentleman not known for abiding yeah, by Teddy legal Faye shows up in the Stone Stone Barringtons and some of the Holly Barkers. He's just you know around. Okay, so this is his first like. Hey, speaking of Dragon Mark, a Dark Hunter novel by Sherilyn Kenyon. There she is. There she is. The dark centuries ago. Ilarion was betrayed, a dragon made human against his will, then forced to serve humanity as a dragon mount in their army oh boy. and to fight for them in barbaric wars, Jeez. even while he hated everything about them. Eek, wait, are we talking about a dragon? Yeah. The dragon. Hated. He's a dragon okay. who's been made human. But he was oh, he's also been made a, human. He was a dragon mount. Oh Enslaved boy. and separated from everyone he knew and from okay. his own dragon brothers, he was forced into exile into a fey realm where he lost his only thing he ever really loved. Now he has a chance to regain what's been lost, to have the one thing he covers most. But only if he gives up his brothers and forsakes the oaths he holds most dear. Oh, convoluted. I don't see anything about him falling in love. Really? He doesn't fall in love? It doesn't say anything about that. Oh. Uh, oh, Terrifies I... him as the cost of his happiness. Oh, 
He might lose his happiness. I bet there's a late. Maybe a he late could hook dragon. up with Charlotte from the Christine Feehan book. There you go. So we could have another literary yeah. crossover right here. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. All right. Uh, James Patterson has a new book coming out. Well, uh, so does Michael Ledwidge. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bullseye, Michael Bennett. Oh. So Cotton Crosshairs of a Deadly yeah. Standoff. It's like, Detective Michael Bennett must kill or right. be killed. Mm-hmm. I've never read a Michael Bennett. Okay. I can't help you. I know he's got like eight kids. Okay. And he's a super secret agent. This actually comes out August 1st. Not a, see, James Patterson doesn't play by any of No, he roles. doesn't. It's like, no. your books are coming no. out August 2nd? He's first. like, well, spoiler alert, I didn't even write it. Yeah. <laughs> you call this a novella? I call it a bookshot. A bookshot. Speaking of, Chase, a bookshot, a Michael Bennett story, bookshots. James Patterson and Michael Ledwidge comes out August 2nd. And Let's Play Make Believe by James Patterson and James O'Born. James O'Born. Yeah. Is that, that's not a series, that's just a standalone bookshot? Uh, both survivors of the diver- divorce wars. Wait, <laughs> maybe this is sci-fi. They were divorce wars. <laughs> Christine and Martin don't believe in love at first sight, and certainly not on a first date. No way. But from the instant they lock eyes, life becomes a sexy romantic dream come true. <laughs> that is until they start playing a strangely intense game of make believe. Oh. A game that's about to go too far. This does sound sexy. Let's do it. What What did you Wait, find out? The bu- other ones were called flames. Is it a book? <laughs> is it a bookshop flames? It doesn't say it. No. Is it yellow? Is the cover yellow? No. Oh, okay. Well, then I have no idea. It's just bookshots. Weird. So, all right. So it's for all. I mean, all of them are. Let's yeah. not get into gender no, politics. Let's not, let's no. not have James You're Patterson right. be the focus of gender no. politics. No. All right, and then I got two mangas: Attack on Titan number nineteen. Oh boy, jeez! So have kids already started asking when we're gonna get this. I already ordered our copy. I know, but so. usually it's like, why yeah. don't you have that yet? It's yeah, like, oh. I know. And You're still um, printing them. <laughs> <laughs> and My Hero Academia volume five. My Hero Academia is like a new one. The, do we, do the anime just came out. Last season, like okay. we just watched it in our anime club, the whole thing. Okay. It was like the one everyone was waiting to show. It's a superhero one. It's it's super popular now. And we do have the first four volumes really? of the manga. Oh. And they're also, this is now like the new hotness. Oh, of, the new hotness. Yeah. Okay. So it's about uh, a bunch of kids that go to a school because they have superpowers, except the main character <gasps> doesn't Wait. have superpowers, but wants to be a superhero. That's the plot to Sky High. No. Yes, it is. No, it is. The kid no. doesn't have superpowers. No, no. He doesn't have superpowers. No, because and he this goes is different to that school. because the main hero no. is like super strong oh. and played by Kurt Russell. No, that's that's Sky High <laughs> starring Kurt Russell and <laughs> Kelly Preston. No, this is an, a manga starring uh, Daniel Panabaker. No, that's Sky High. You're that's confused. a Disney movie, Sky High. You're confused. Wow. You're confused. Copyright you. infringement right here. All right, you want to do the New York Times bestsellers list? Man, I was Guess hoping. what's not on this list? Tell me. Girl on a Train. Really? Because this is the hardcover fiction, uh-huh. and Girl on Train is now out on paperback. All right. Unthroned. So it, Dethroned? And Dethroned. it's there now. It's it's still, like, number one, number two on all the combined and uh, paperback Yeah, I one. bet it is. Yeah. So, so what do we got hardcover? All right. Let's see. <laughs> all right. What, what, what was that about? I don't know. What did I sound like? You were like, all right. You're mean. No. Hey. After, after That's 50. That's what, I'm going to do that when you're mean. 50 golden episodes together. Don't turn on me now, man. Man, 50. I know. We've been through a lot. I know. Number 10, Before the Fall by Noah Harley. Mm-hmm. A private jet crashes, a firestorm of meteor madness and sewers. Uh, in, Did you say in, sewers? In, in sewers? In sewers. In sewers. In su- mm. You said a media crashes in sewers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't That's misleading. Number 9, yeah. End of Watch by Stephen King. Stephen King. It's the conclusion of the Bill Hodges trilogy. This was Nick's favorite of the no. trilogy. Man, that went out with a whimper. The Joker, I didn't like the it at all. Oh, okay. No, the number book. eight, "All the Light We Cannot See" by Anthony Dewar. Anthony Dewar can do. Anthony can do or no wrong with this book. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll I allow it. Yeah. All right. Number seven, "The Games" by James Patterson and Mark Sullivan. Mm-hmm. 
otherwise known as Private Rio. That's right. Okay. Good job, man. Number six, The Nightingale by Kristen Henna. Once Girl on the Train what? was what gone, it was... It, because Girl on the Train's gone. Oh. Well, okay. People are still all reading right. this. Plus, don't forget, All the Light We I Cannot See... I shouldn't begrudge Kristen Henna her success. Good for her. All the Light just, We Cannot See is going to be a movie like this fall. Really? So... Oh, yeah. Actually, expect I just that saw, book to... I saw a movie poster for it. Stay forever. Yeah. Uh, Magic by Danielle Steele. Oh. We already talked about that. Everything yeah. she does in magic. Yeah. New this week. And number we already four, talked about that. We already talked about The Woman that. in Cabin 10. Ooh. A travel writer on a cruise is certain she heard a body thrown overboard, but no one believes her. Weird sounds to have heard. Cruise? Just oh, so she's on a boat. Maybe yeah. it was a dolphin. Yeah, that's true. Or just yeah, the right, water right. splashing yeah. up against the she boat. She sounds a little hysterical. Yeah. Number uh, three. Wait, first, wait, wait. Who's that by? That's Ruth Ware. Huh. Or hmm. Wow. No, I don't know this. Wari. Okay. I'm sorry. It is, it's where. It's where. It's where. Okay. All right. Number three. First Comes Love by Emily Griffin. That's holding strong. Sure. Four weeks on this list. Yeah. Six weeks on this list at number two, The Girls by Emma Klein. That this one's going to be here forever. That now. hasn't moved. Uh, this is the California teenager that's drawn into the Mason-like cult. Mm. Oh, I keep saying Mason. You Manson. Do. Yeah. Manson-like cult. Yeah. That's scary. Little known Mason cult. Yeah. Who did they, who did they kill? The Mansons? the Mansons? Lots of people. But wasn't it like a celebrity? I wish I could tell you. Or like a president? Don't know. Wife? Not a president. I don't know. Watch the NBC show Aquarius starring David Duchovny. You really? get your answers. Oh, all right. Number one, The Black Widow by Daniel. That's right. Silva. Good job. I thought it was Daniel it's all not. these years. He's a man. Hmm. Well, good for him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Black Widow. Number one, Gabriel Allen, the Israeli art restorer and spy, recruits and trains a doctor from Jerusalem to help capture a secret ISIS terrorist in France. That's two ISIS. We got two ISIS mentions. Yeah. Weird. And plus the one about the superheroine. Yeah. So. The, yeah. Does that have any relation to Wonder Woman? No. And again, you made it up. So. The hero? No, you made. No, that's true. But we don't. You just brought that up. It didn't come up naturally. You just brought it up. It so did come up naturally. It doesn't count. You know what we didn't. You know what we didn't talk about though. We got what? a little bit of a scoop because the DVD doesn't come out for a while. Eric and I saw the Killing Joke. The Batman Killing Joke. Batman the Killing Joke. Yeah. On the big screen. We did. That movie made three million dollars in that one day. That's good. With like only right? like five thousand or yeah. not five, but like very limited screenings. Yeah. I was surprised. one night event. I know. What, was we going like a Monday? We went on a Monday. Monday night. at a seven thirty show. It was like packed. It was packed. There were more people there than when we saw Star Trek. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah I couldn't yeah. believe it. And I gotta say, I like the movie much more than I like the Alan yeah. Moore graphic novel. I think which I, we do have in our. Collection I think I would have liked the movie more too if it just started forty five minutes later. I don't know. I kind of liked. They give you, they give you a little backstory on Batgirl because <sighs> in the comic it just jumps right to it. So I don't know. I thought it was kind of nice. I think they could have made. I didn't it a think it was bit. a strong Batgirl story. No, I think they could have made it more seamless. Like I don't know why they had yeah. to put her to make her a strong character. They're like, oh, here's a man that she has a weird flirtation with. It didn't really, it didn't really work. No, you know. But anyway, but I still like the movie better than that yeah. dark comic book. So. Yeah, which we have. So yeah. check it out. Plus, Mark Hamill sings. He did sing it, yeah. So yeah, that was did. an awkward part because the animation wasn't really like up to the dance no, it number. Wasn't. It was not. So. No, you know what? And his singing as a Joker sounds exactly like uh, the Bob Dylan Christmas album. So it was really, don't you think? <laughs> Do you think Wasn't Mark there... Hamill ghost sang the Bob I, Dylan Christmas album? I mean, I can't say that he didn't. Let's put it that way. That is a hard listen. I know the Bob Dylan Christmas album. It is. So anyway, okay. All the book. Through the ages. I'll say it again. Yeah. You, you echo that. Okay. Right. Join us again for a new segment. All the book, Through the Ages. ages, ages oh, I was going to say, whole, ages. you do the whole oh, thing. Oh, I thought it was the ages. Like, Through the Ages. Through the Ages. Okay. I just did that. Let's try it again. Uh, all the books, Through the ages. ages. No, don't start it. I don't ages. know what I'm doing. Start it through. 
It's oh, irrelevant. through. Okay, go ahead. Go it. ahead. All the books through the ages. <laughs> no, wait, no, when you say no, through. You can't. No, you can't do it. You can't. No, it's already ruined. It's already okay. ruined. Okay. So what we decided to do to celebrate our 50th is to look at the 1950s. Yeah. Uh, 1850s, 1750s. All the books? No. We're 1650s. Mm-mm, no. No, but no. that's a common that's a common mistake. You hear the 50s and you think, well, which ones? Because yeah. there, there have been several. I thought we were going to talk about our, we were each going to list our 50 favorite books of all time. Yeah, that's like true. Like when we did our 10 yeah, favorite it's an overnight, in episode 10. It's an overnight episode. Yeah. yeah you gotta, you gotta That'd be 100 different books. You DMs. think we'd have any overlap? I honestly don't. No, I don't. <laughs> 50 I don't think there'd be even a hint. I don't even think we'd hit the same author. So all the books through the ages, we're going to look through a, a different a different decade. And yeah. since this is our 50th, we're, yeah. we're going to go 50s. So like Marty so, McFly, yeah. we're going back to the 50s. That, just like that classic line, that, and back no, to the future. No, no, but where we're going, we don't need... Back... No, 50s. No, no, you're ruining well, it. You're ruining wait, it. Wait, he does say it, though. In Back to the Future 2, he says, you're not going to believe it. we got to go back to the 50s. And he's like, I don't believe it. Yeah, that's true. And then they go. And he's that, like, now That I'm... does happen. So, <laughs> don't tell me. About the... <laughs> uh, the history... Uh, it's not history The history channel. of the 50s? It's not history channel anymore. It was born of the 40s. They just like history. So, history has this to say, history.com. America, oh. at this moment, said the former British Prime Minister Winston Churchill in 1945, stands at the summit of the world... During the 1950s, it was easy to see what Churchill meant. The United States was the world's strongest military power. Its economy was booming, and the fruits of this prosperity, new cars, suburban houses, and other consumer goods, were available to more people than ever before. However, the 1950s were also an era of great conflict. For example, the nascent civil rights movement and the crusade against communism at home and abroad exposed the underlying divisions in American society. So you could say it was the best of times and the... Worst, worst just, of times, worst, no, worst of times. You're the worst of times. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Prices in the 1950s. What do you think the average house costs? You don't know what the average. Twenty-seven dollars. No, you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Fourteen thousand five hundred. The average income, annual income. Well, ten thousand. Three thousand two hundred sixteen. Wow. A Ford car uh-huh. ranged from anywhere from seven hundred dollars, thirteen hundred to twenty-two hundred. A TV, one ninety-nine. So that's pretty much the same, yeah. really. Uh, Admiral Home Entertainment TV system, so the the big guns, five forty nine fifty. Mm-hmm. Twelve inch record, four eighty five. Milk, eighty two cents a gallon. Gas, twenty cents a gallon. Bread, fourteen cents a loaf. I only ever fill up my tank with twenty cents of gas, so I'm still living off of boy. That's a lot. Prices. Yeah, that's great for you. So. Postage stamps, three cents. Pumpkins. I don't know why it lists pumpkins. Yeah, how much were pumpkins? But I'm going to tell you. Them? I'm going to tell you. They are two cents a pound. What? Yeah. You could get yeah. so many pumpkins now. The pumpkin prices have just skyrocketed. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, the pumpkin K- famine's to blame about this, that. You, from the you know, 60s. You'll, you'll like this. Campbell's pork and beans, Why one pound it? can, twenty five cents. Cool. Sirloin steak, uh-huh. seventy seven uh, cents a pound. Uh-huh. And craft mayonnaise. Care to guess? For a quart jar of mayonnaise, do you know what mayonnaise costs today? It's about three dollars. Yeah, that's right. Okay, <laughs> a quart jar. What would you say? Oh, it's about. 15 cents? 62 cents. Wow. So, yeah. Mayonnaise yeah, was an expensive know. commodity back then. You never know. I like the 50s. I hate them. Do you really? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. This is shocking to me. I do. How do you hate the 50s? I mean, it's nice that they were all like, we're done with war. Let's have a party and boom yeah. out lots of babies oh, or like something. leather jackets and pop yeah, collars I don't and know. Converse tennis shoes. And I don't like the movies. Shaboons. I don't like the underlying racism that everybody's like, remember how great the 50s were? Uh, not everybody remembers how great they were. Man, just, I don't... Just, as soon I don't as love the, the music. 70s hit, everybody wished it was still the 50s. At Happy Days, you have Greece. 45-year-old yeah, be- men pretending they're teenagers in the 50s. That's because when the 70s happened, people were like, oh, yeah. this has all been under the, the surface, and now we're going to talk about it. Okay. Plus, 
in the '90s, everybody wanted the '70s. It's, it's of course okay. they wanted it to be 20 years ago. Wow. You're bringing me down. Anyway, I also don't like the '50s. I don't like '50s music. You're harsh in my butt. I, I, love tr- I try to music. listen to it, and it's like they. They didn't realize they could go up certain speeds. Yeah. They're like, slow down. I love 50s music. Hey, I miss yeah. it. We were just having a conversation about how it's hard to find 50s music. And that's what, whenever I... If my, I could send you back in time and leave you in the 50s, I would. But not because I hate you, but to make you happy. I mean, I don't know why I had... You said it in such a threatening way <laughs> yeah, that I, I think me and our home listeners probably felt a little yeah. threatened by it. But I, okay, all right, all right. Whenever I drive my father-in-law's truck, he has Sirius Radio, I'm like, boom, 50s yeah. channel. I alternate between that and Elvis Radio, but Elvis Radio tends to be a bunch of Southern men talking and very little music. Weird. So, sorry, Elvis Radio. When we get to the 70s, I'll have more to say. You have a lot I to like say. the 70s. Yeah, you sure do like the 70s. So let's let's dive into the 50s pop culture. Yeah. Let's look at some... I've got, I've got some award winners, but I'm going to take a look at the big books from the 1950s, all right? Okay. Here we go. Catcher in the Rye. Oh, wait, we're starting with books? Well, I'm just going to list a few books. Yeah. Okay. Catcher in the Rye? Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger. Came nice. out in the 50s. Lolita by Vladimir Nabokov. We talked about that. Yeah. Because of its bad reviews. East of Eden by John Steinbeck. On the Road by Jack Kerouac. Did you read On the Road? No. I read On the Road. Not no, for me. I didn't. Not for me. I'm not a beatnik, so it didn't really work. Lord of the Flies. I know you read Lord of the Flies. Yeah, I did. I don't know. It's great. I haven't read it. Yeah. Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison. Yeah. I haven't read that. Breakfast at Tiffany's by Truman Capote. I tried to remember on our, our two read episode, yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's has been on mine forever. I tried to read it and hated it. Huh. So I don't know. Okay. So that's not one thing yeah. that we both kind of so, like. So I said, what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? No, I already quoted it. So. I beat you to it. Darn it. <laughs> I don't know the song well enough to know yeah. that you were <laughs> Sorry. Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451. We that's both true. read that. Hey, look at that. Yeah, that came out in 1954. We're like a couple of 50s. Let's go to a that, sock hop. Uh, Fahrenheit 451 actually got a uh, retroactive Hugo Award. Really? Because they do retro Hugo Awards every wow. now and then because okay. there were some books that were released before they started doing okay. that. Uh, and Fahrenheit 451 is the one they picked for 1954. Interesting. It won it in 2004. Wow. So it finally yeah, got the you. recognition it deserved. There you go. So Fahrenheit 451 is a great book. Yeah, you hated good. that, right? No, I didn't hate you, it. You wanted the firemen to win, the no. people burning books. You're you remember like, do it. Wrong. You're being aggressive again. <laughs> okay. Dr. Zhivago. Oh, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Little known Lord of the Rings. Fantasy, I believe. It is fantasy, yeah. Yeah, they should, they should look into I feel Go like on. today <laughs> they might be able to do something with it, yeah. you know. Hold on, hold on. Know. I'm going to do that whenever a joke lands. Okay, good. That, <laughs> that one did land just yeah. right, yeah. You know, there's a prequel that they made three movies out of. Yeah, that's like a 60-page prequel. I was just talking Nine about hours. the Hobbit movies today Nine because hours. I was just listening to some of the songs. I kind of like the Hobbit movies. I hate Battle of the Five Armies. I'll never watch it again. Really? Yeah. Desolation of Smog is, like, great. It's one of my favorites. Is that the first? It's the second one. Second, okay. So... Which one is the barrel scene? They're all in the barrels and fighting and jumping Second around. That's like that. that was fun. That was good times. So. Lord of the Rings came out in 1954. Yeah. Peyton Place. 1954? Yes. Wow. And that didn't get... That wasn't even nominated for the Hugo oh, look Retroactive out. Awards. Does Hugo do fantasy? Sometimes. Oh, okay. It, it, it's, it's harder times. Okay. Uh, Atlas Shrugged. Yeah. From Here to Eternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Good Man is Hard to Find by Flannery O'Connor. Yeah. Gift from the Sea by Anne Morrow Lindbergh. And The Power of Positive Thinking. We should probably both read that. Nope. Okay. okay. Right. No, <laughs> I can. No, all right. I mean, what's the point? I was just suggesting it, but that's that's okay. That's all right. Well, we're talking a little bit about sci-fi, so so what? tell, tell us the sci-fi landscape at this so time. So the Hugo Award, so, I mean, I don't know too much about, I mean, 50s movies, it was, you know, stuff like, uh, oh, what's that? The Day of the Earth Stood Still and everything. Mm-hmm. That kind of films are yeah. coming out but for Black books Duke. uh you got the hugo awards they started in 1953 and okay. the first winner was alfred bester's the demolished man 
Demolition Man, Wesley nope. Snipes. Demolish Man. This is okay. the first one. I've read it. It's very right. good. Yeah. Uh, he started that leet speak where you start putting numbers instead of letters, like Kate and spelt with a oh K boy. and an eight. Yeah. Um, but he's the guy who created the Green Lantern oath. Really? Alfred Bester. Yeah. Really? So. I don't think that's true. It is true. I've, I've said it before on other okay. podcasts because yeah. I read uh, his other book, The uh, the Star's My Destination. All right. So he, he, I believe you. He's the guy who wrote, not, I don't know, whatever the. What's his name? Alan Scott's. I don't know what his was, but he wrote the, you know, Blackest mm. Night yeah. one. Um, Mark Clifton and Frank Riley in 1955 won They'd Rather Be Right, also known as The Forever Machine. Okay. Haven't read that one yet. Oh. On my list, though, because it's on the Hugo list. 1956, Robert A. Heinlein won his first Hugo Award for Double Star, which I read in Okay. Could go on to bigger and better things with Starship Troopers yeah. in the 60s. In fact, that book will start the 60s. It's 1960 yeah. when it comes out. Uh, that ushers in the 60s. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fritz Lieber, he writes The Big Time and won a Hugo for that. And James Blish, Acacia Con- Conscious, comes out in 1959. Blish? Um, Blish. I've read Blish. He read Star Trek. I read a couple of his Trek books. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Robert Heinlein did not win in 1955 that's for Half Space Suit Will Travel, but that's considered <laughs> young adult now. I like that title. Um, I can't remember what you want. It's either They'd Rather Be Right or The Big Time. That's considered to be the worst mistake the Hugo Awards have ever made. Mm. So no way to no way to know. So you, have you read a lot of 50s sci-fi? I don't think so. No. Looking at the I winners. was thinking that you had more. Maybe without knowing it. Right. Not really. Well, one of my so. favorite. I, I think you've read this one too, actually. Yeah. One of my favorites of, of that genre that came out at that time is The Body Snatchers by Jack Finney. Oh, yeah. Came out in 1955. I did read that. Jack Finney, as longtime listeners know, is my all-time favorite author. And he wrote two books. No, oh. he wrote lots of books. Jurassic Park? He didn't write Jurassic Park. Oh. His first four books did come out in the 50s, and they are Five Against the House, uh-huh. which is about a casino uh, robbery. Uh-huh. And it was so well planned that the casino it was based on had to change their security setup huh. because they thought, well, he found a hole. Uh, Body Snatchers, House of Numbers, uh-huh. Assault on a Queen. So some really good ones. That's about uh, a, a heist of a cruise yeah. ship. All very good. I think actually all of those were made into movies as well. Okay. So. What year in the 50s did uh, Fonzarelli uh, jet ski or water ski over the uh, shark? <laughs> it was like 1978, but no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Actually, I haven't watched a lot of Happy Days. Wow. Have you? you like yeah. The, you like the I watched like Nick and Knight was doing them when I was okay. a kid. I watched all of the Happy Days. I feel like Days. I've seen more Morgan Mindy. Wow. So, no. It's not even said. I, I watched Happy Days and Joni Loves Chachi. Joni Loves Chachi? Yeah. Wow. Somewhere Scott Bayo is thanking you. <laughs> well, it was on. <laughs> That's great. I was what about weirdly Laverne? committed to their relationship. Laverne and Shirley? No. No. Right. Sorry. I've seen some Laverne and Shirley. It doesn't have anything to do with the 50s. It's neither here nor there. So. No. I, I think it's set in the 50s. Mad Men's set in the 50s? No, it's not. It's set in the 60s. Yeah. I also don't like the 60s. Wow. But not as, maybe I do. You are bringing we'll me wait down. Till, we'll wait for another 10 episodes. I'm excited I'll be able to, to tell you if I like the 60s. I bet I do. More things you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's let's talk. Um, what you want to hit movies while you're at it? Sure. Do you want to know the people that won the yeah, Academy hear, Awards? Is, I'd like to hear the ones that are still like that we would still hold up as. All right. Well, in 1950, All About Eve won the Academy Award. It beat out Sunset Boulevard. Mm. That's crazy. I have not seen either of those. It also movies. beat out Father of the Bride. Oh, hey, that's so, crazy. You haven't seen Sunset Boulevard or All About Eve? No, and actually, you're I don't a weird think I've seen Father of the Bride, the original. Wow. Okay. Well, 1951 uh, was an American in Paris. Gene Kelly. You haven't seen that one either? No. It has like the 17-minute big dance number. <laughs> wow. dancing. That's yeah. a lot of minutes. It is. Um, actually, there's going to be a production of that somewhere. Shay. 
Oh, didn't we geez. see in that? Buffalo? Like okay. in November, cool. American in Paris. Uh, it beat out Streetcar Named Desire. Hmm. Uh, 1952. I haven't seen that either, but I've read the script. The Greatest Show on Earth. I haven't seen no, sorry. it. Sorry. Uh, beat out High Noon and The Quiet Man. No, I haven't seen those either. You haven't seen High Noon? No. What? This is crazy. I thought you loved the 50s. Well, apparently not. Jeez. All right, apparently 1953, From Here to Eternity. No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I haven't seen it or read the book. Okay. Well. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, that's crazy. Uh, it beat out Shane. I haven't seen it. I thought you loved Westerns. I haven't seen Shane. Whew. 1954, On the Waterfront. No. All right. Well, beat out uh, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Yes. I you have, oh, good. Howard Keel. Uh, I when, I was, when I was in college, they showed it on the okay. big screen. I saw that. <laughs> That's the only silly. time. Yeah. Uh, Marty won in 1955. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen that. that one. I do want to see that. I love Ernest Borgnine. Uh, 1956, Around the World in 80 Days. I haven't seen that one. That no. seems silly. Beat like, out the the Rex, ten... like Rex Harrison? Or it must maybe? be. Not beat, Jackie Chan. Not the no, Jackie Chan or the Pierce Brosnan. It beat out Giant, The King and I, and The Ten Commandments. I've seen The Ten Commandments. That seems kind of crazy. That is like, crazy. I, anyway. Yeah. 1957, The Bridge on the River Kwai. Oh, that's a great movie. Oh, good. I do love that movie. Yeah. Beat out 12 Angry Men. Alex Guinness. Has Alex Guinness in it? it Alex Guinness. I've seen that one. Yeah, 12 Angry Men is also very good. It's a play I've always wanted to do. Well, apparently the Peter Academy Bondi. doesn't think it's as good as The Bridge on the River Kwai. That's a tough call. 1958, Gigi won. Hmm. It doesn't look cat on a tin roof. That's the only one I recognize. I haven't seen it. 1959 was Ben Hur. Uh, no, I haven't seen Beat it. Out a diary of Anne Frank. Oh boy. Wow. You know Ben Hur. They're making the new Anatomy movie. of a Murder. Anatomy. Uh, oh, <laughs> Autonomy of a Murder. Yeah. This murder can do whatever it wants <laughs> on its own. Yeah. Um, ben Hur is coming. They're making a new Ben Hur movie. Yeah. And uh, it's based on a book. Sure, and the book Ben Hur. Did the book Ben Hur? Yeah, and like the either the granddaughter, or the great granddaughter of the original writer has like gone through and made a new like the, the we talked NIV about this last week of Ben Hur, and yeah, so that's out there. It's out there for the world yeah. to, to take. I just think it's a weird thing to do. It is a weird thing. Yeah. We just ben went Hur. through the, the years. Back. We just went through the fifties of those. Yeah. So wow. You haven't seen Exciting. anything from the fifties. Maybe you should get off my you. back. I guess I should. Yeah. So. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, let's uh, while we're talking about entertainment, let's talk a little bit about uh, the old Tony Awards. The Tony from Awards. The, yeah, the Tony Awards That's from the fifties. Stretching. South Pacific okay. won in 1950. Did you see South Pacific? No, I was in South Pacific. Oh, then I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? No. No. It was before I knew you. Yeah. 1951, a personal favorite of ours. Uh, one of the few plays we were in together. Best exp- guys and dolls. Won 1951. Yep. 1952, The King and I. 1953, Wonderful Town. Have not seen Wonderful Town. 54 was, oh, a tie. Kismet. Uh, no. 1955, Pajama Game. 56, Damn Yankees. 57, My Fair Lady. 58, The Music Man. 59, Redhead. I don't know what that is. Me either. But the rest of them have remained pretty strong, cool. I think. I don't All think right. Redhead really did much. Oh, so 50s aren't really like putting in a good show here today. Really? I like most of those shows. Oh, okay. South Pacific's great. I haven't seen it. I thought it was silly. I thought it was music. nonsensical. South Pacific? Yeah. No. The movie? Just the movie? No, it's not nonsensical. Oh. What am I thinking about? I have no idea. I think I'm thinking of South Pacific. Anyway. South Pacific point. is about a young nurse uh-huh. who falls in love with like a older What's the song from South Pacific? Some Enchanted Evening. I don't know. Yes, you do. Oh, you know what? Crazy Ex-Girlfriend started with the uh, I love, I fall in love, I'm, I'm in, in love. I'm in love with a wonderful guy. Yeah, yeah that's a great. It's so. a great song. Okay. Great song. So what's the world of kids led doing in the 50s? Uh, yeah, let's look at the picture. I guess these are picture books. The Caldecott, is that yeah, right? Yeah. Well, it's an illustration. Song of the Shadow. Don't Song know. of the sha- Swallows. Okay, that's Song funny. of the Shadows. That yeah, sounds that's that's a terrifying. Yeah. Uh, the Egg Tree. No. Finders Keepers by Nicholas 
Mord Vindinoff. Not the Stephen King novel of no. two years ago. Okay. Uh, if I Ran a Zoo Lost in 1951. If so, I ran a zoo. Yeah. Was that Seuss? Yeah, Dr. Seuss. I don't like that one very much. Okay. Uh, well, we're still talking about Dr. Seuss, and nobody's talking about uh, whatever this is, the egg tree. <laughs> Burn, take that egg tree. Uh, oh, Madeline's Rescue. Madeline, yeah. Yeah, Madeline, good yeah. for her. Our little French friend. Uh, Cinderella or The Little Glass Slipper. Hmm. I don't know what that's, it doesn't look, it, it beat the book of nursery and Mother Goose rhymes wow, that take year. take that, Mother Goose. Boy, yeah. She doesn't know anything. Children had a hard time in the 50s, I feel like. Did they? Don't you feel like? I have no idea. Nothing good was out for them nothing good yeah wow I'm like look i well i mean you know james watching? bond came out in the 50s casino royale was i think 54 kids, good yeah, year kids are crazy about that no not kids but <laughs> uh frog went to courton <laughs> i'm gonna track that book down and read it right now by, frog uh, went to courton frog went to courton by fyodor rajak oh boy rojankovsky wow rojankovsky uh mark simmett had a tree is nice okay uh that was obviously trying to Chased down the <laughs> giving tree. Yeah, apparently. Uh, speaking of the giving tree, do you remember the 30 Rock episode where uh, Alec Baldwin was doing a video thing for his child in case he died? And he read like the giving tree, and at the end he's like, uh, What's the guy's name? I don't the know. The author's name? I don't know. I've ruined the joke. I'm yeah, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> 1958, Time of Wonder. All right. And number 59, Chanticleer and the Fox. Man, people oh, are going to be mad. I forgot the name of the giving tree author. Yeah. I can't think of it, but you can look it up. Yeah, I could. Or our listeners, they can look it up. That was nothing for picture books. But I got Newberry. Yeah, boy, those those Newberry medals. Those weren't really. I mean, I know the Chanticleer story, but I don't know that particular one. Well, Newberry medals more your age, I think. That's rude. (laughs) Get it? Uh, We start with Amos Fortune, Freeman. Nope, Ginger Pie. That's a big one, right? Ginger Pie. Is it? Have you read? I've heard of it. Okay, I don't know anything about it. Okay. Secret of Andes. Nope. Uh, And now Miguel. The Wheel of the School. I would fully believe you're making these Carry up. on, Mr. Bowditch. What? Miracles on Maple Hill. No. Rifles for Weighty. Oh. The Witch of Blackberry Pond. I've heard that. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so you tell me if I'm making up a title here. Oh, ready? boy, I'm ready. Okay. All right, this is the last one. Okay. Along Came a Dog. Uh, Onion John. My Side of the Mountain. Okay. Or Old Ramon. Old Ramon, you made up. Nope, they're all real. They're all real. Yeah. Wow, that was good acting. Thanks, man. You're like you're all like looking up, thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I'm on camera now. I have to take a little credit for that good acting that you just did, though. So, <laughs> okay. I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah, 1960, My Side of the Mountain lost. Pe- more people are reading My Side of the Mountain than Onion John. This is another. <laughs> so anyway, Onion John by that poor fellow. All right, that's all I got for anything. So <sighs> you're gonna have to carry the rest of the. So how do you feel about those? I have never read any of them. I mean, did you come across any of them that make you think like, oh, I got to check this out? No. Oh, okay. Actually, when I was I in school, I never read any of the Newberry winners in uh, class, but there was always a class that was reading them, and that's how I kind of started realizing uh, that maybe I wasn't as good of a yeah. child reader as I thought. Oh, boy. So. Oh, boy. I love a good list, so maybe I'll pick like Newberry's or Caldegats and go through and like read them all to my son. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's methodical. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Well, sorry, we don't have to talk about it. Sure. Pulitzer Prize for Fiction. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's just real. It's what we're it's doing. Got really excited. Yeah. 1950s. Yeah, that's great. Uh, 1950s. From 1950, The Way West by A.B. Guthrie Jr. I don't know it. Yeah. The Town by Conrad Richter. Uh, wait. That's different than The Town. Than the Ben Affleck our movie? Town. Oh, than Our Town. That's Thornton yeah. Wilder anyway. Yeah. The Cane Mutiny by Herman Walk. So there's one. There's that's, one. Yeah, Cane Mutiny. We all know. Should I do this every time we know one? The Old Man in the Sea. <gasps> 
Nice. We had a long talk about the old man in the sea coming back from SDLS last time. Yeah. Right, because one, right neither it. one of us has read it, no. and we need to read it, Yeah, and I, I plan to read it, but also because the new Red Hot Chili Pepper album, there's yeah. a song called The Hunter, yeah. and he calls the person he's singing to and says, you're my old man in the sea, Yeah, and I have no idea yeah. what Anthony what Keyes mean? means by that. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I wanna, I Wait, wanna... was, it, was it a conversation, or was it just a bit where yeah, you were being an old man in the sea? That's the one. That, yeah, it, wasn't it wasn't a conversation. conversation. No, it was just, just you being uh, like, I'm the old man from the sea. Oh, it was just called, well, I gotta get back to the sea. Yeah. That was pretty much... Yeah, that was the bit, but it lasted but 30 it did, minutes. Yeah, to, yeah. Just you, me, and the I was gonna say 10, but you're probably right. It probably <laughs> was closer to 30. I wanna congratulate you on uh, bringing up the Red Hot Chili Peppers in a very relevant way. Yeah. Usually you don't you don't try, but that time yeah. it was like perfect landing. Yeah. I love it. You stuck the landing. It was great. Thanks, man. 1954. Guess you could say I gave oh. it away now. No. <laughs> See, that was that was like the usual stuff. 1954, <laughs> no award given. Ouch. Ooh, what were the nominees? I don't know. It doesn't list it. But there was nothing nothing was Maybe they thought like, all the choices were communist yeah, choices. 1954, they're like forget it. I hate <laughs> every book. Uh, 1955, a fable by William Faulkner. Okay. 1956, Andersonville by McKinley Cantor. Mm -hmm. That sounds fake. Uh, 1957, no award given. What is happening? I don't know. Who are you, Pulitzer Prize? I don't know. Hmm. Hugo does that every now and then. Uh, Listen. Okay. Listen to this. Yeah. Uh, The jury had recommended the 1957 award to Elizabeth Spencer's The Voice of the Back Door, but the Pulitzer Board, which has sole discretion for awarding the prize, made no award. Wow. They, they you like, think it was sexism at They, like, vetoed it. That's crazy. You think it was 1950 sexism? Uh, Death in the Family by care. James... Oh, I don't know. Death in the I Family. Mean, Wait. The Batman novel? No. Comic? I don't know what no. I just said. I tried to confuse you said comic and novel together. Yeah, yeah. I said novel. We were all there for that. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Death in the Family by James Agee, 1958. The Travels of Jamie McFeatures by Robert Louis Taylor. Yeah, everybody's reading that now. Boy. That was like that was a mixed bag, a mixed bag of things that made sense. Wait, did you do 1959? Yeah, the travels of Jamie McFeeters. Oh, that was the last one. Yeah. Well, well we skipped you know what? Two. There was no, there's two not a no not awards. <laughs> I was I was reading about the Newberry Awards, and it mentions how like most kids do not read the Newberry Awards ones oh. unless they're made to. Yeah. Like the they've sh- shown like sales and everything. Like putting that sticker on does not necessarily increase sales, and sometimes it may even hurt sales. Hmm. But somebody in their defense was like, well, the Pulitzer doesn't, you know. Probably yeah, that's true. No, it's, it's, so neither one of us know about Onion John, but also true. we don't know about the journeys of Nancy McPhee. Na- <laughs> Nancy McPhee. I don't know. It's <laughs> Nanny ja- McPhee. Jamie McPheeters. Yeah, you're thinking of uh, Nanny the, McPhee. the Emma, Emma Thompson movie. Okay. Uh, well, so is that I the guess, 50s? I guess. In yeah, all their the glory? Maybe not so great, I huh? Oh, boy. I, you I didn't, feel you like didn't have did, any music. Any good, like, not. song? Unchained Melody came out oh, yeah, in Unchained the 50s. 50s music. I mean, it's Elvis. That's that's like the birth of rock and roll. Fifties where a lot of stuff happened. A lot of more lot than Elvis. Of, I mean, it, no, I know, but Elvis, I think. There's that song. Like that song that makes me cry now. The uh, really a song makes you cry. I mean, yeah, Bill the, Haley in the comments. I would love you over and over and Deanna over and over and, and over and over. Oh yeah, who is that? Don't know. I can't remember. I I recognize it's it from the commercial it. of a eleven twenty two sixty three. Like the first CD that I ever owned was like one of those one of those billboard like hits i think of 1953 it was it had like that's that's what did it blue suede shoes but but by carl perkins not even by elvis yeah i listened to that you were such an old child just sitting at home listening to 50s music watching murder she wrote yeah it's true it's true i hope she solves the murder today my grandma and i would always sing 50s music my mom always liked oldies i don't know we just i can't i have and 
when I started listening to like music on my own, it was yeah. Weird Al, Chumbawamba, and video game remixes. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't, funny. I don't really have. Yeah, see, I mean, for me, I probably like. I mean, the radio. I mm-hmm. love it. We had a couple of these stations, and I would always like go Pretty back and forth. But also, like, records. You yeah. know, my dad's records or my stepdad's records, I would go through. That's, that's how I discovered, like, the Monkees and okay. the Supremes. And, Pretty sure the cassette you know, I, the I wore scene. through the most was a uh, McGruff, the Crime Dog audio cassette I had, where he sang about Stay he Away From He sang? Me. Yeah. Wow. And also uh, the Lion wow. King soundtrack. Okay. You had to flip that one over both times. Mm. So. Yeah, yeah, he sang I'm, about, he's like... Uh, don't talk to strangers. Stay out of danger. It's really a pretty cool. Good scruff, hey, thank you. Uh, here, here's some here's some 1950s music. See if you know Mac the Knife, Bobby Darin. That's sure. great. Great Pretender. Great Balls of Fire. Yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis. That's a whole lot of shaking going on. Uh-huh. Blueberry Hill. Fats Domino. I love that one. Uh, Love Me Tender. Love Is a Many Splendor Thing. Yakety Yak. Classic. Yeah. Peggy Sue. Man, now I want to listen to the 50s. Yeah, it sounds like music was doing better than anything else I in think the 50s. So, yeah. Writers are like, I got nothing to yeah, write about. Let's go right. Let's go right. Maybelline, man, yeah. Earth Angel. I sang Earth Angel in a play when I was in college. It was, a, it was oh, 50s Love Days was the name of this play. Okay. Are you and sure it, it was wasn't all, the uh, enchant, Enchantment Under the it Sea? Wasn't, no, this was very real. <laughs> okay. It was like a 50s musical review. Okay. So I sang um, I sang Peggy Sue. Uh-huh. I sang That'll Be the Day. Uh-huh. Uh, Earth Angel. Yeah, Earth Angel, yeah. So when, when you were singing Earth Angel, did you notice that you're... You were starting it to was, fade in and out it of was the, like a the band, timeline. Band from the school was playing all the music, and they were playing like the Penguins version, which is the original. And I was like, "No, no, no! <laughs> I want the Marvin Berry Back to the yeah, Future sure. version." Yeah. And they did it. They played it, and it is slightly different. So I sang the Back there to the Future go. version, so. and every time in rehearsal, I'd be like, "George, <laughs> George!" Yeah, great. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how it played yeah. with my peers, but yeah, yeah. So I have a long-standing love of the fifties. Okay, there you go. Yeah. 50s did not impress me to this yeah. episode. No, I didn't win you over. But sorry, I should have tried. I should have realized that I should have yeah. spent this time trying to win you over. Yeah. I wouldn't travel to the back 50s. to the 50s. Though I guess if we did, if like we fell into a time vortex and landed in the 50s, yeah. we'd have a pretty good time because one, we know what to invest in, yeah. and two, everybody would be freaking out about <laughs> yeah. the bomb, yeah. and we'd be like, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, nothing's happening. Don't Russia's not bombing it. us right now. Yeah. Like everything, everything yeah. everybody would be worrying about. Like we'd save so much money on not building a bomb right. shelter. Right. We could just like go to Tupelo and yeah. get like an undiscovered Elvis to sign a bunch of crap for us. You know what there I mean? We go. Just like here, sign this scarf. Yeah. Be like okay, man, I don't know why. You know, he'd do it because he's a very <laughs> nice man. Yeah. He's a very we could nice offer man. him chicken wings every time. Yeah, he signs we could. Oh, fried peanut butter and nano sandwiches. <laughs> oh, I love yeah, them. That'd be great. <laughs> we could go buy up Graceland, sell it to him. Oh my god! I guess this plan just involves us ripping off and taking advantage of Elvis yeah. Presley, which yeah. is I think what everyone did do. In I would want to try if I had time. Actually, very tragic. Before falling into this time, I would want to get a bunch of books that were going to come out and then tear off the covers and be like, "By Eric Nichols." Yeah, there you go. I didn't, I didn't invent the paperclip. So was that in the fifties? I don't know. All right, we'll try. Yeah, I couldn't invent. That's it. We're I going back to the fifties. Yeah. No. Plus, we we'd have the sixties and seventies and eighties to look forward to. Yeah, man, be a lot. We'd be good. We'd be dead before like today's. Yeah, scary times. We never even meet ourselves. That's true. Yeah, I can maybe babysit myself. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> It'd be a little weird. But, you know. <laughs> Besides, you're, you're babysitting it. yourself back then. Well, what if it's the time cop travel rules where if you touch yourself, both of you die? Just stay away from yourself. Yeah, that's true. But if I'm babysitting, I would just go out west. I never, ever have you gone never out west. Were out west. Yeah. Okay, until well, the 50s, I guess. That. Anyway, uh, well, we failed in bringing the 50s into a new light, but yeah. I think we had a good time. It was a spectacular burnout. Yeah. All right. Happy 50s. Woo! All right. Let's let's agree to never do this again. What? What about the 60s?
Okay, for the 60s. All right. Sure. I have the green one. All Remember right, that. Yeah, because I there's I a lot of backwash in this one. <laughs> yeah. So. Yours has a different waterlogged sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly spittle yeah. at this point. I thought, well, it's because I thought it was like a saxophone where you had to press your tongue over Gunther's arm and go. That was, that was terrible. That was among the most disgusting things I've ever seen. So <laughs> yeah, I wanna, on behalf of all the books, I want to thank you for that. Okay. All right. So next week, we're talking Neil Gaiman. Are we? And we still, yeah. Are we you saying we're game for Neil Gaiman? Because the joke landed. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we're talking about Neil Gaiman. Okay. So we need you to send us some Neil Gaiman. Me? Well, sure. I mean, yeah. Oh, you're talking to our listeners I'm now. Talking listeners, our he's listeners. talking to you now. Yeah. Should I look okay. at the camera? Uh, we're, we want we want to hear what you guys think about uh, Neil, Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. Yes, a favorite book, maybe favorite movie adaptation, yeah. if you read any of the The graphics, role doll whatever, of our time. Whatever you think. Oh. Yeah, thank well, you. This might be true. Yeah. Bold statement. That's why I said it. it. Good job. No, nah, I'll leave this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll leave that there. Yeah. So send us it. You can you can contact us at Twitter at all the yeah. book show, Facebook at David A. Howe Public Library, email yeah. at Wellsville at SCL. Sure. Yeah. I thought maybe you'd know, but yeah. you didn't. You can come in, you can find us on the street, flag us down. Yeah. I'll give you Eric's home address. No, no. Stay. Oh. Don't. So we're not. Just my P.O. box. Okay, just your P.O. box. <laughs> All right, Eric's direct line is yeah. 555. Just kidding. That's not true. Yeah. You can, where, where can they find us, Eric? YouTube. iTunes. SoundCloud. <laughs> YouTube. Twitter. <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, Angelica Radios. That's true. Angelica Wednesday Radios. Nights, 9 yeah. o'clock. Tune in yeah. to all the books. Uh, so let us know about your favorite book, yeah. Neil Gaiman, yeah. comic, movie. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of movie adaptations. Favorite Neil, Neil Gaiman hairstyle, yeah. which is kind of like a, like a, a blown-out Tim Burton kind of look. So, mm, go for that. A little. You think? No. No. All right. We'll let our listeners decide. <laughs> okay. What do you have yeah. coming up for library news? What, what's going what's on? What's the date? When is this coming out? Oh, geez. I guess it's the last week last, of uh, yeah. summer reading program. So It's almost grand prize time. Yeah. Not too late to enter either. Yeah. For those of you who have not signed up for the yeah. summer reading program, you still got a week, and you can still win that yeah. big grand prize. So The teen prizes Give are a, a, uh, a game called Boss Monster. It's where you have to make a dungeon like an old uh, Nintendo Entertainment System boss. Wow. Thing. So okay. That's pretty cool. Or uh, Harley Quinn and the Joker from Suicide Squad, little pop figurines. Fun. So they come together and okay. then they fight, but then they want to be together. It's, it's very confusing. I've still got a few chamber certificates and I have my uh, Nook tablet from nice. Samsung. That's True. a big grand prize. We're showing Dragon wants. Ball Z Battle of Gods Wednesday. That's August 3rd. 3rd? No, it's 2nd. Don't mess with me. No, it is 3rd. I know. August 3rd at 5 30 p.m. It's the. Came out like. 5.30, okay. Yeah. Came out like two years ago. I can't believe you haven't shown any Pokemon. Oh, we I don't have the rights it. to show Pokemon. Oh, we don't? None I don't of think it? so. Wow. That's if we did, yes. That would be huge. Okay. But none of the movies are actually good. Okay. I mean, I'd watch all... Super the, I'd watch the first three yeah, again. You'd watch them. So... What am I showing? We're showing Eddie the Eagle. You were excited about that. Yeah, let's see Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman oh. and somebody else. You think he's going to wish me a happy birthday? No, I don't. Oh. Didn't he wish your wife happy birthday or something? He, she got a retweet. A retweet yeah. on her birthday. Oh, you could try. Yeah. You turn in 30. Yeah. Why not? So know. anyway, we're showing Eddie the Eagle <laughs> Tuesday night at 6.30, August 2nd. We're showing Surf's Up. That's Have you seen Surf's Up? No. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah. the main voice yeah. for that. We're showing that Wednesday morning at 10.30. And then we're continuing the kids' movies past the summer reading program. For the next several weeks, we have a kids' matinee at 10.30. You can find nice. the listing on our website. Uh, Surf's Up, Snow Dogs, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s Great, sure. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s yeah. greatest film. Nothing people love more than August than Snow Dogs. Snow Dogs in August, yeah. It's thematically relevant. Remember how the, the dogs talk all the time in the commercials, but it was only like five minutes no, in the movie? No, I didn't know that. They, I mean, I've never seen this movie, but I didn't know that they talked. They don't talk in the movie. It's like a two-minute dream sequence. Oh. But like all the commercials when that movie came out, we were all like the I dogs like the talking. Two minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Boy. 
That's so. sneaky. That was Cooper Gooding Jr. coming off of Pearl Harbor. Okay. Nobody left that movie well. No, they didn't. So hmm. except for Cooper. No. no. Anyway. No. Yeah, so I guess that's it. That's that's yeah. the big stuff. Winding down yeah. the summer reading program. Music yeah. on the lawn continues Thursday nights, the next couple of weeks. You still have a few more chances to catch that. Sure does. And then <laughs> Sure does. Sure does. Sure, sure can. Sure does. I guess I I went in yeah. and out during that conversation. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to episode fifty. Thanks to our oh, <laughs> thanks for our special video from yeah. Pete Mangles. Yeah. And Pete uh, Mangles of the radio and the library. Yeah. He's a celebrity. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Pete. That was you should have had a better one. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you next week, episode fifty-one. Neil Gaiman. Woo! Episode. We'll have to do a big like thing. No. The, we're okay. not doing it. All, All right. right. Neil Gaiman. Bye. Bye. Bye.